0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster.
1: Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today. She has her pink background up to match ours. She's back, Miss Sarah Fraser.
0: David, I love you so much. We are like, you and me behind the scenes, we are working on so much. And when we announce our project, I almost feel like we have to do a little mini reality show, like a behind the scenes of Sarah and David, because you are... I don't know. You're just amazing. You've become one of my dearest friends. I look forward to your phone calls. My husband even is like, oh, is that David Yontif now? It's so funny. He's like, Listen, what's David
1: Yontif have to say? And we always say both of your names for some reason. Kind of like Lisa Rin and Harry Hamlin. I love
0: it. It's true. We always are like David Yontif. What's David Yantip
1: doing? Listen, I'll even send you one of my great behind the velvet rope mugs, product placement, (laughs) gratuitous. No, can I just tell you a lot of people do like these. I, this is what I send a lot of the guests that are on this show. This is requested more. Nobody wants the t-shirts. Nobody wants the mask. They want the behind the velvet rope mug. It's come a thing.
0: All right. I'm going to, I think I'm just going to do a mug launch and that's it. That's a great idea. All right. I love you.
1: If you think I do these shows without 8,000 cups of coffee, any of you are sadly mistaken. I was drunk once. I was drunk twice with Catherine Edwards, but that's it. Never other than that. No alcohol, all coffee.
0: David, I'm going to tell you this. I have been searching for a very long time for somebody and and you outwork me by far, but I have put my heart and soul into this. You know, I've been a podcaster for five years. Like, Oh my gosh. I shut this podcast shit everywhere, but I truly mean this. I have been searching for somebody that does what I do, that talks like, you know, the same topics that works as hard. And I found you. I mean, you found me really, but you know, we like you just outworked me and I, I love you and you make me want to be a better podcaster because I love what you do. And you've been very good to me.
1: Listen, there are 24 hours of the day, you know, you have to sleep. I like going to the gym every now and then, which used to be every day. And other than that, you know, just work, work, work. I don't need a life. You know, my life is these wonderful, wonderful listeners. And so I've sacrificed everything in my life just for this show. But I'm glad that you say that.
0: I adore you. I'm grateful for you. And I do want all the behind the velvet rope and Sarah Fraser listeners to know that I do have a prediction, which is David is kind of like George Clooney. He will find somebody later in life. And I do believe they will have a child, even though David says he hates children and doesn't want one. And believe me, I have an 11 month old that David hears screaming all the time.
1: Does Amal have a child?
0: Yes. They have uh, twins. George Clooney and Amal uh, had
1: twins. Yes. Do you, see, do you see how out of it I am when I'm just not interested in a particular subject? <laughs> it's not that I'm not interested in actual Hollywood royalty. I am. And I'll talk about Drew Barrymore all day, that Julia mm-hmm. Roberts, you know, throw in some Sarah Paulson from that American Horror Story I don't know, George Clooney, I just look at, it. he has billions from that liquor sale or whatever the fuck it was. And I just I just tune out when I get to the George Clooneys of the world.
0: Uh, it I, I'm with you though. He is like such Hollywood royalty and I was obsessed with how hot he was for years. Um, but he didn't marry a mall until I think he was almost 60 and now they have twins.
1: Okay, well, Sarah, I might find someone later in life. That is very possible. I am open to that suggestion. Um, there will be no twins, okay? So-
0: You're- I don't care your Elton John and whatever his partner, David there, you are, you are that. I mean, it is going to happen. I I'm placing my bets. David and I like to wager. Not I'm children, my bets.
1: not children. It's just not for me. It's David, just not.
0: Who are you going to leave the behind the velvet rope dynasty
1: too? You know what? I will be running this shit for my fucking grave. Okay. <laughs> now speaking, talk of segues, speaking of, royalty in the pop culture space we have a major loss we have a major loss on our hands r.i.p i mean do you want to talk about wendy williams
0: yeah let's i because i'm curious your thoughts because i i have a whole theory that is based on absolutely nothing <laughs>
1: but you're, so you tell me where you want to start. Well, here's the thing. I mean, again, let me, cause I am so busy bringing you the show. I don't read the small print unless someone's coming on the show. I just, when someone comes on the show, trust me, I will know. I, I will know what you ate for breakfast in 2020. Like I will know every detail of your life. Cause I got to get all the facts for these wonderful listeners, but this is a dumb question. Like what I understand Wendy's been gone and she's going through stuff and she's had like a breakdown basically, but like what, what, like, why, like, how did this, I mean, I, I understand, I I know that she hasn't been there in the guest host and she's like, is acting crazy. Like, is it that she had a psychotic break? Is that what happened? Is she just overworked? Like what has actually, let's back up. Cause I don't really even understand what's happened really.
0: Well, we don't really know. We, we only know the rumors and the accusations and the things that have allegedly leaked from her production staff on the Wendy Williams show. This is show, so shocking. And I think people don't understand how shocking this is unless you're an insider in television, because it is, I don't think people understand, it is impossible to get a talk show right now. Like no networks want one. You have to be a Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's show is hanging on by a thread you know, talk shows were iconic. They have paved the way. Oprah Winfrey, that show is the reason that you have all these Today show interviews and, you know, long form Joe Rogan interviews. I mean, talk shows were trailblazing. So the fact that this show has gone away basically by an announcement that says the Wendy Williams show will be canceled in 2022. Welcome Sherry Shepard is so surprising. Now, the what I piece together is what's happened to Wendy is a relapse in drugs, meaning cocaine, alcohol, um, probably pills, which she was very addicted to for years when she was on the radio in D.C. and New York Pills was,
1: or cocaine as well. And
0: I think cocaine has been the drug of choice
1: okay.
0: report allegedly reportedly allegedly and alcohol. So all I know is when, you know, I still work at Fox five, DC, I'm going to say four years ago, she came into Fox five, DC. Most celebrities that come through there are very, very sweet. The only two assholes have been Wendy Williams and Richard Gere. Richard Gere closed the door did not want, did not want to look at anyone. Do not ask for a photo. Do not speak to me. Do not look me in the eyes. And Wendy Williams came in with an entourage no photos. There was an email sent to all of us. Do not come up. Cause it was at the time at Fox, there was an upstairs downstairs and the studios were upstairs and it was, do not come upstairs unless you are like a part of the on camera or behind the scenes crew that needs to be up there. Absolutely no photos. And she had a massive entourage, like, which is very unusual. I mean, I'm talking like huge celebrities have come in there. A, a, like Snoop Dogg, I mean, maybe Snoop Dogg had one person, two per, a bodyguard, that was it. She had 10 people all around her at all times. After she left, shortly a couple months later, there was rumors that that was because she was on drugs and they wanted to keep her as as in and out as possible. Um, and all I could say is I was there that day. I mean, there is truth to you could not get near her. So I think there's that. And then I think Kevin, her ex-husband, Having a love child and carrying on an affair for years, even though I'm sure she knew, despite, you know, not saying anything until the very end, I think has taken its toll because I think she is obsessed with and madly in love with Kevin, who has run her career side by side with her. And she has a son
1: with Kevin Jr. Okay, let's there's a lot going on here. I didn't expect these little personal so you this is why we you always you say you got nothing and then you always have a like yeah well I was like hanging out with Richard Gere in the green room so you always you always have something you don't you don't think you do so let's just slow down so normally when a celebrity comes in yeah sometimes I'm in the weeds guys sometimes I miss the the top line point of the story so when the normal celebrity snoop dog like you could just chill and you know you work them maybe ask for a picture and all that
0: Oh, my God. So Fox, when before the pandemic, Fox 5 local news, like they used to have everybody come into their good day show. I, everyone name yeah, a celebrity. It's literally like
1: we have Rosanna Scotto. It's the same thing. We have exact same go thing. Through there. It's, that's Fox. Same thing.
0: That's Fox. So um, they come in. And most of the time, the celebrities are great. Like everybody will take, I'm talking Leslie Jordan. I'm talking, oh my God. I mean, who do you want? All the queer eye for the straight guy, guys. Um, Every music, Kelly Rowland, all those people come in, Snoop Dogg, take a picture. Um, Usually everybody's very cool. And then they go out. Every once in a while, you will get an email from specific and again, it's so rare. It's Richard Gere. It's Wendy Williams. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else. I really, I don't recall anyone else. I mean, everyone, Ray J has been through their brandy all easy, all, you know, very nice. Um, but yeah, major celebrities now, of course, everyone's over zoom. So very few people come in studio,
1: but that's still, that's interesting. That's interesting. So Wendy no listen I met Wendy once at an industry event and I went up to her and I said hi you know blah 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 we chatted for a minute I said can I have she's like you know she's nice meeting you and then I said can I have a picture and the the phone was off like when I asked the phone is halfway in the air I mean it's kind of like a little rude I guess David but you got it you got to be ready here Sarah I mean no fumbling for the, the camera so I said can I have a picture as the phone she was like So she said, like, we made small talk. Nice meeting you. Oh, can I have a picture? She's like, nice meeting you. And I didn't understand at first. I was like, wait, she didn't understand that. And then something snapped to me. Like, no, David, she understood your question. That's her nice way of saying, go fuck yourself. There'll be no picture today. No
0: photo. Fascinating.
1: She's, She's talked about it on her show a lot that she... Like just, you know, at the grocery store and I rolled out of bed and they want the pictures and like, she's, she's anti-photo just because for her own insecurities of how she looks, which is so unfounded. So it is really hard to get a talk show. That is true. Look, she's a trailblazer. Now, I like to say that we are all here because of my past guest a few weeks ago, Miss Sally Jesse Raphael. I give credit to Sally as opposed to any over anyone, but Sally who came before Wendy loves Wendy. Sally was on my show. She got all this press. She trashed Drew. Trashed. She trashed everyone. Hates the Drew Barrymore show. Doesn't like Kelly Clarkson. She's like, I like. She like two people. She like Tamron Hall and Wendy Williams. She's like, and that's because that Wendy came up through the radio. She's a big, she doesn't like, she, I mean, she basically said this on the show. Everyone should listen to the Sally Jesse episode. If you And she's like, you know, we have this thing today. If you're good at one thing, you're good at everything. You know, you're an actress, you get a talk show. That was shading drew. I mean, she specifically, then I had some follow-up questions where she trashed you. You know, you're a singer. You get a talk show. Okay. You're referring to Kelly Clark said <laughs> she trashed Ryan Seacrest It's fluff. She's like, she's like, they nobody. yeah, she's like, they Wendy fluff. did the job boots, like hands, like worked the nails to the bone and came up through the ranks. And she loved Wendy Williams, Sally loved.
0: Wendy is the last, uh, not the last, because I think you're seeing like bloggers, YouTubers, podcasters, right? They're real. They keep it real. But I mean, I don't know. I guess it's yet to be seen if those podcasters, can they break out into television stars? That's a whole nother. It's very,
1: They're very all trying, honey. Hard. They're all trying.
0: Well, I can tell you another tidbit, which is I go on production because I'm pitching these show ideas. You and I've talked about this all the time, and I always pitch the Sarah Fraser talk show and they're like, no, get in line. They're like, nobody is taking a risk on a talk show. You have to be Drew Barrymore. And even that is hanging on by a thread. Is it no those, one cares. Those bad
1: ratings for Drew?
0: Um, I You know, I, I haven't looked recently The first season I heard terrible, but it was like, but they, but CBS basically gave it another year. I don't think it's great though.
1: Interesting. Now I have a friend, I had Gregory Zarian on my show. I became really good friends with him. His twin brother, Lawrence Zarian works on Kelly Clarkson. I think Kelly does. I mean, I don't know about now, but it did. It did in the beginning in the middle Kelly's show was doing great.
0: Well, and Kelly, I think, is set to take over for Ellen. So I think Kelly's will probably continue on. But um, but Sally is right, because what Sally, I think, is referring to is nobody these people like can you even name a memorable Drew Barrymore interview? There aren't any because what Sally's saying is like what you would go on, Wendy. Like, and Wendy would sit there and be like, okay, you know, um, you, Kim Kardashian and Ray J Kim, you know, all right. Tell us like, what kind of lube did you use when you were like fucking Ray J in that film? Like, I mean, she would get to, you know, she has Whitney Houston famously about crack. Okay. I mean, that's what Sally's saying, like the eighties and nineties shows people would come on Sally, Jesse and Sally, Jesse would be like, all right, well, you know, how long have you been sleeping with your cousin? You know? And like, then everyone would boot. People don't ask that anymore. They just have these fluff you know, interviews. Tell me about your book. Oh my God. I love you. I love you.
1: Well, that's what Sally said. She's like, you know, now the person's as good as the person who writes the questions on the card. You know, she's like, we actually did the questions. No, that's true. I mean, look, Sherry, look, they tested everyone. Was Sherry Shepard my personal favorite guest interviewer? No, but they, it's just like Ryan and Kelly. They tested, they tested, they looked at the numbers. They, they tested again. They kept testing. And they're like, no, Michael Rappaport, your numbers are not as high as Sherry Shepard. So you're not going to, even though the Bravo universe has an opinion on you, yes or no, we're going to, and Sherry Shepard tested the best. They did Michelle Visage from Drag Race. There were some great Kim Whitley I love, but nope, Sherry got, and I mean, look, she has cred from The View, all her View co-stars have spoken out, congratulations, It's, I guess, people are saying, what? It's like, I know Andy Cohn got involved and Andy Cohn did a huge tribute to Wendy on- Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. So it's like, what? It's just like, people are saying this is an awful way for Wendy to go out. Like, what? Because it was announced? Like, I don't understand This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is the world's largest online community for creativity. Members around the world turn to Skillshare for discovering inspiration, learning new skills, and putting their talents to work in ways that they care about. When I first turned to Skillshare, I wanted to take a class on entrepreneurship, but man, I got lost in the rabbit hole of Skillshare. In a really good way, they have so many classes to choose from, and it's such a nurturing, fostering community of creativity. The best. The best class that I just took was Productivity for Creatives. There are freaking not enough hours in the day, and I am always trying to find better ways to be creative. I didn't think it was possible, but this class really helped me. And they cover so many categories, illustration, graphic design, photography, lifestyle, productivity, my personal favorite, marketing, music, entrepreneurship. Need I go on? Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash velvet and get a one month free trial. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash velvet. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. That's right. And they have so many varieties. I just went to my friend's 50th birthday party, and I had all these great pictures. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? Uh I went to Framebridge. Now, I love silver and gray for my house. So the frame I picked was called NASA. It's this awesome gray frame. But honestly, they have any color you can imagine, red, green, the possibilities are endless. I have a wedding coming up. I think I'm gonna use Framebridge again. And, I mean, you guys have to see my pictures. And by the way, no, it's not my wedding, so don't get too excited. Listen, the prices start at just $39, so instead of the hundreds you pay at a framing store, $39 is where it starts, plus free shipping. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code VELVET to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. Framebridge.com promo code VELVET. Look what's going on in our world today, especially in our world of reality TV, Twitter and Instagram. We see people posting that look beautiful and glamorous and rich. and They look like they have everything. And listen, it's creating a lot of self-esteem issues amongst people. If you're struggling with issues of low self-esteem or anything else, body issues, anxiety, one size does not fit all when it comes to looking for help or therapy. That's why I'm telling you, you need to turn to Talkspace. Talkspace Online Therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist that is set aside to meet your needs and help you with the issues that you're looking to work out. In today's world, everybody is so busy, but listen, Talkspace understands you need to set time aside to put yourself first. They have chat, video, audio options for live sessions, and you can get support on your own terms from any device. Get the one-size-fits-one support you need with Talkspace. Sign up today at Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code VELVET. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com promo code VELVET.
0: Yeah, because I think somebody like Wendy, you know, you saw like when Oprah left, you know, I think there was an entire year of the the final season of the Oprah Winfrey show. I mean, when Regis Philbin left, you know, I mean, there was like a big goodbye. That's what's shocking. Now there's the rumor that Wendy Williams is allegedly being courted to do a podcast. And of course, Spotify is one of the places that wants to give her a deal. And a lot of people are online and are saying, look, if they gave Joe Rogan 200 million, Wendy should get 200 million. There's no way Wendy's getting 200 million. And I don't believe for a second. Unfortunately, I think things are much dire in that, in the Wendy Williams camp than what we know. My personal feeling is I think her son and her ex-husband keep kind of putting out these things like, oh, she's, she's, she's coming back. She's talking about things when she's ready to relaunch, which I think is awesome. And maybe she needs that optimism. I want her to have a podcast, but I don't think it's ever happening.
1: you you don't buy, you don't buy the narrative.
0: I don't because why would you start all over again? You know, like you already had this incredible platform. You have an audience hanging on by a thread for you to return to television. You television. I don't care what anyone says. TV is still the epitome of the top. If you can make it on TV, you know, yet a lot of, we know a lot of people that have podcasts. We have podcasts. podcasts. We've successful podcasts. A lot of people can have a successful podcast. Not a lot of people can have a su- successful talk show. If she were coming back, they would be saying to the network, give her another six months. She will be back. Have Sherry finish out the year. Sherry can go to another network and launch her show. It, for it to end like this is not good.
1: It's not good. So, I mean, well, first of all, like you say, it's so hard to get on TV. to even like leave the show. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you things must be really bad when it's called the wendy williams show i mean i don't care what i was going through i would show up and be like i'm not leaving my fucking baby like you have to drag me from the the, this 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 computer and microphone here for these behind the velvet rope listeners like if i'm on my deathbed i might even try to do some shows i mean when i pass i try to do shows from the afterworlds but to leave the thing which says the wendy williams show I mean, that's, and then to sit around and like watch guest hosts, but on the other side of it, I'm shocked it even went on. I'm like, I don't even understand this. Like she's getting paid. Like, I don't know what the contract is. Maybe you're getting paid less, but your name is there. You must, this ain't such a bad gig either to be home in bed or whatever you're doing. And I assume she's getting paid when all these guest hosts were there day after day, week after week. And I imagine Wendy's salary is huge for the Wendy Williams.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that yes. ain't so bad. So look, I, I understand that. That sorry, sweetheart, it's canceled. I mean, look, they must really have wanted her to let this go on, right? And say, is she, you know, I think there's this issue. Come, kind of, I think when it's clear she's not coming back, like we have to pull the blog.
0: I do too. I love Sherry Shepard because Sherry's a comedian and she's, you know, she's a great comic. She's a really good road comic, which essentially means, you know, she does a lot of like kind of homegrown clubs across the country. She plays to like all kinds of audience. I love Sherry. Like, I think, I do think Sherry has a really great chance of having a very successful. I do. I I really do. I think Sherry has an edge to her. I'm not a huge Nick. Can- I love Nick Cannon, but Nick Cannon is just, it's too all over the place for me. Like, I don't think that. Sh- I think that show has two seasons in it, and it's going to be done. I hear Nick is an incredible person in real life, and here's another tidbit: I did audition for his morning show um, when he was in New York, and I did not even get a call back. So there you
1: go. <laughs> well, here's well, I'm sorry you didn't get a call back. But here's here's <laughs> ah! the other thing to what you say about all these podcasters who are trying to get a talk show. It's like. It doesn't really work that way. Like when they give a talk show, they're going to give it to the Nick Lachey. They're going to give it to the Vanessa Lachey. You know this this B list, and I don't mean any, you know, shade by that. But look at Nick and Vanessa host everything. Nick is hosting like this and that, and Love Is Blind, and I mean they will give it to a known name like a Nick Cannon. These are the people. Forget about Drew and Kelly. I mean Drew is a pretty big name. I don't even know. Why she's what she's doing, but I mean, like, they'll give it to like a B-lister, so there's no real development of outside talent, it just doesn't exist. But yeah, for Sherry Shepard, this is like gotta be a dream, like, this is a step up, like, this is big, baby.
0: Did you see her um announcement? She's just like, God is so good, like, I you know, she's like a couple of years ago, like, nothing was coming together, and then to have it all come together, I mean, I I love her. I
1: think believe in yourself, people, believe in yourself believe in yourself. I mean, I
0: think there's something loving and spiritual about, her. I, I I think she has a good shot. To me, what I think is missing, like Drew Barrymore's life isn't really relatable. Although Drew seems very sweet. Nick Cannon's life, not really relatable. I think there's something really real about Sherry that Wendy also had, which is you kind of feel like Sherry's you, that you could go up to her. She's had hardships. She's been famous, but not like really famous. Um, right. You know, I mean, Pornick is obviously going through stuff. You know, he's got seven kids, another kid now on the way. I mean, you know, he just lost a child. It's just so, I think, chaotic for the audience. And Sherry, I think, has a groundedness.
1: Well, let me tell you, not only did Andy Cohn give her a big shout out on, of course, I bring everything back to Bravo and watch what happens. But that, uh, that accountess, that Countess Lou over there, Um, she, because listen, when, here's the thing about Wendy. Wendy did what she wanted there was no like who should the guest be she liked certain people and then you were on her show Dolores Catania Melissa Gorga Countess Luann Giselle the Grand Dame. these these were her Countess Luann was on Wendy just for whatever reason Wendy said move over Ramona fuck you Sonia she saw that Countess in the back and said I like you Countess was on Wendy's show so often as was the grand dame and yeah. so when wendy just had she just had her favorites and those are the people she invited but luann gave her a big like ig like we've had some great memories and posted all the pictures of the two of them together of course Beautiful. i have to bring it back to the countess bring
0: it. bring it back to the countess i love it
1: um well we wish wendy well and i agree with you I well first of all with all the crap that's going on with Joe Rogan and uh yeah Wendy ain't getting no 200 200 million dollars that ain't happening. She I should
0: am- I mean if she was at her peak I you know I think if things were actually good behind the scenes I think she could potentially be the highest paid woman ever
1: but I mean it would be just- great because I mean the thing about a podcast is you're even less censored So Wendy would really be uncensored and fuck and shit and all this crap would come out of her mouth and she would really tell you. But I mean, other than the fact that she could roll out of bed and go to a computer and do it and roll back to bed, as you know, Sarah, dear, what we do is not a joke. We're not filing our nails all day over here and putting on our eyelashes. So, I mean, to leave this talk show and now have a podcast, I don't know. Yeah, like... You still got to be well. You can't put out one episode January 1st and then the second one is in October.
0: No, she- I, I think, I mean, look, I could be dead wrong. I just, I, I think she could potentially be the highest paid female podcaster of all time if things are okay. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, something about me with Wendy, I think Wendy's done like, you know, podcasting is radio to some degree now. So I just think she would rather be on television. Again, I have no basis for, I I know absolutely nothing, but I just, these are all my little spidey speculations, my little spidey speculations of being in this business for I don't know how many years now.
1: Well, listen, you've shared many other thoughts with us in the past that weren't necessarily housed in facts and, you know, so just (laughs) why should you stop now? Now, moving along, what would you like to cover next? Do you want to do some Potomac? There's a lot of Potomac,
0: including um, a housewife that reportedly has cancer.
1: Mia Thornton yes now here's the thing so Mia posted on her Instagram that I know you're in with the Potomac Housewives you're our Potomac correspondent officially um that she right it's a bad some bad news and some of the stuff she posted was a little strange like her doctor called and said we have a bad test we need you to get to Johns Hopkins immediately like I mean, I've had cancer in my family. I don't really think that's how it works. Just you know, so I'm not just some issues with like the statement. Well, I don't know. Oh. They don't just. I mean, listen. If it's if it's bad news, I mean, doctors usually are like, listen, we need to set up a meeting now. It's a, a phone call or a Zoom, but it's not usually like, you know go over there to the cancer center and they'll handle this. Like it's usually some serious phone call. I don't know, but she hasn't really said she has cancer, right? It's a very vague, like things are tough for me and G and we got this diagnosis, but she never uses those words. I'm not, I mean, it sounds like she has cancer. That's what it sounds like to me, which you know, there was, you know, there was speculation that she wasn't going to be back on the housewives anyway. Do you know this? I don't necessarily agree with that. I think she would have been back. There was speculation that she may not be interested, which I also don't believe that they may be letting her go. I think she would have been back, but I bet you that she, I don't know. Do you, do you share this real life thing, which is so big and this is bigger than the damn show. Do you share that with people? Maybe, maybe or does this say, like, guys, I, I have to go, you know, like, take care of myself? Like, well, to your,
0: OK, to your point, maybe she's not revealing what kind of cancer it is because she is filming. So she can't give the specific diagnosis because we're
1: going to find out on the show. But have they started filming Potomac? I don't think so. Oh, I know you keep saying that. Um, and, I mean, and when we, when when did they start filming? I know. No,
0: no, they I, I have heard you and I've heard the same thing. They're getting ready to film. So they aren't filming yet. Ooh.
1: Which again leads me to when something ends and it's the right mix. Well, first of all, back in the day, when housewives ended, you got your contract within two weeks and then they started filming good, bad, ugly. The train was leaving. You had two weeks or three weeks. And then, so they did that now with Salt Lake. They started filming that day, Beverly Hills that day, but Potomac is now in the OC Atlanta, New York everything category where something is being figured out. They didn't start. If, if they had thought they had magic in a bottle and Potomac ended last season, they would have started filming right away or said, this person's out and that person's in let's go. That's what it used to be. Even I when, Mo- even when Monique quit, Monique quit last minute, I ain't coming back. Screw you. you screwed me at the reunion. They found Mia and had that train running within two to three weeks because there was so much tension that they ended with something is going on in Potomac I'm sorry if they were like this is a great cast we need to change out one person Robin I'm sorry Robin but that's that's my vote like they they would be filming now and they're not they're not filming and so Candace could text you all that she wants and tell you that she's getting ready to film Miss Dillard I call BS. I don't buy it. I don't buy that everyone knows. I don't think anyone knows anything yet. All right. Not, All not right. coming after you, Candy. Candy gal, come on my show. Love, love the music, Candy gal. Um, do you
0: remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore.
1: I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown.
0: We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well...
1: We have tools to help us plan for and track everything in our lives, wellness, finances, careers. Why should fertility be any different? What if I told you you can get important fertility insight without going to the doctor or even leaving home? Modern fertility is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple fingerprint. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within ten days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one on one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for the next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertilitycom velvet. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds of thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to ModernFertility.com slash velvet. ModernFertility.com slash velvet. And I thought I knew about L'Occitane. Listen, I've seen those silver tube in their top tier iconic store for years, but I had no idea that L'Occitane would become my go-to favorite skincare line. You guys know that I care about my skin and I care about looking youthful. Listen, it's none of your business how old I am. That's what Google's for. So go Google. But L'Occitane is my one stop shop. Listen, I love the overnight reset eye serum and the overnight reset face serum. You wake up, you feel so refreshed, and yes, it really works. The fine lines are smoothed out, the skin is radiant, it looks like I had such a great night's sleep, even when I didn't. And let me tell you, I ain't had a good night's sleep in a really long time. I'm inviting you to explore all the self-care goodness Loxiton has to offer. Choose one or more of their products, review it for me, and let me know which ones are your faves, okay? Really, DM me. I'll respond. Go to loxiton.com. That's L-O-C-C-I-T-A-N-E. That's Loxeton.com. From Wondery, Rich and Daily is a podcast you guys have to check out. What do they deal with? They give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip. Is there anything we like here better behind the velvet rope, you guys, than celebrity gossip? You know the answer is no. Kim and Pete, Courtney and Travis, is there going to be a wedding? Of course, but when is the wedding going to be? What is Kris Jenner going to plan this wedding? So many questions. They keep us posted on everything. Host Brooke Shifrin, and Arisha Skidmore-Williams. They're comedians, they're besties, and they're the perfect guides to spill all the celebrity tea. They'll keep you up to speed on the secrets, the scandals, the news, and the entertainment world. It's like a one-stop shop for your celebrity gossip. And look, Brooke and Arisha, they're like me. They don't hold back on nothing. They tell it like it is. What's fact? What's fiction? Don't worry. Brooke and Arisha will get to the bottom of it. Listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. So, right, you're reading it, and Mia never said she has cancer. I mean, if she does, my heart goes out to her and her family. Depending upon the type of cancer, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's having had cancer in life, there's there's bad cancer and then there's very bad cancer and then there's like this is this is the
0: treatable like, cancer yes yes like terminal
1: it's, and so like listen yeah
0: yeah at
1: some point you have to say the fame isn't worth it guys like this is life so I just hope that she whatever it is realizes like you have to make decisions based on real things here like this yeah. fame and getting your picture taken and people talking about you like is not it's not what keeps you happy at night. So yeah, my heart point. goes out to her. There is this thing that's looming and hopefully we're going to find out soon. And hopefully we're going to find out about Potomac casting soon because it's not filming. I smell, I, I smell wait. something is happening. Something is happening.
0: Do I think I it's going to, to start
1: filming before New York City? Fuck yes. <laughs> at this rate, just let's <laughs> not even talk about it. let's just take a breather from New York for a minute. I mean, well, okay. So it's, it's March, I still believe New York is going to start filming in the fall. I'm sticking by that. I'm sticking by my cast predictions. I think the fall is when New York is going to start filming. So we have a minute, which means which, New York will way, be bit David. off our, 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 our radar for two years. Yes. Are you going to say talk about New York?
0: Talk about, yes, the press, the press that you just got. You were getting picked up by bloggers from our conversation. Tell everybody.
1: I mean, well, first of all, if you're going to pick us up, give us fucking credit. You insecure pieces of shit. I never get
0: get tagged. You get tagged and then you get on there and you're like fucking tag me and they all tag you. And then I'm like, I got to get in there and go fucking tag me. I'm
1: like, I don't even need it. Like, sorry. We're in like real magazines over here. Like people in vanity fair, not to toot our own horn, but it's just a bunch of insecure fucking people. Just. I give credit when I, you and I picked that thing up that day from Bravo. And then someone said, no, this originally was from Sherelle's world. Someone said that I said, great. I don't, I didn't really even know what Sherelle's world was, but I'm like, shout out Sherelle's world. This is where we found it. Go listen to Sherelle. I'm not insecure. My show is great. It's booming. Every show should be booming. So just grow a fucking pair and don't be insecure people. But yes, our little chat about New York got picked up everywhere. And it's like, now, apparently it's gospel. So, I mean, the fact that Bravo doesn't call me every other day and say like, listen, you're not getting any more of our people. We're not working with you. You're a fucking troublemaker, but I'm not, I'm just giving you my opinion. And I mean, my opinion is, doesn't, doesn't have to be right, but it usually is. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's close. It's at least close.
0: Um, and I don't think they're ever going to call you and say that because they need people to talk about these shows. I mean, the amount of online chatter about Bravo and Bravo, they have to, they have to, they need every viewer. It,
1: the, the numbers ain't great, guys. But you know what? Know. Here, here's the thing with Bravo. Do you want to know the real thing about you? Want You want to go behind the velvet rope with Bravo? Here's yes. the bottom line. Just from someone who deals with them on an hourly basis, guys. Like, you know, for bookings and... The bottom line is, you know, here, I'll give you, they don't care about anything at all when you're involved in working with them, except breaking the fourth wall. That's it. They... Look, they're doing it more on the show now. They're doing it more. And I feel, I forgot what housewife I had, but like, we had such an interesting conversation of like, the world is different now. We think, like, I think in this housewife agreed to me, I forgot which housewife was, the fourth wall should be broken all the time. Like all the time in these shows. Like we're, we're, we're in a different world now. Like we are hating each other on Twitter, this housewife. Like, so it's almost like you should break the fourth wall more because that's how the real world works. Rather than pretend that these are like real people. I mean, they are real people, but it's that breaking of the fourth. It's like, listen, when the Kardashians crossed over and they showed Kim with 8 billion paparazzi around her walking down the street, I'm like, it's now yeah. fucking time. Kim Kardashian's yeah. famous. So they should just break the fourth wall more, but that's Bravo's hotspot. It's like, in dealing with them. Like if I'm going to have an interview and Bravo's listening or whatever, it's like, they don't care if you start shit between Candace and and Ashley, they don't, you, you could be a shit dirty pick, get in that mud with all the pigs. They don't care. Go for it, David. You can't break the fourth wall. You can't talk about like producer manipulation and like the producers, they really want the people that think that there's no producers and there's no cameras and this is the real world and you call people and they pick up on speakerphone when you call and they want all of that to remain there for the most part. And so that's their hot button. So to your point, right, that's probably why they're not calling me because I'm not really-
0: No, they love I it. Andy. I think they love it. I mean, it's obviously, I mean, I feel like they set that precedent, right? With how many housewives talk shit about Andy and then are still friends with Andy. It's it's like. The amount of people that shade Andy, I mean, like Nini Lee, I don't even know what the status is. If Nini is suing, is she still suing Bravo or no?
1: No, but I think the rumor was that like Andy's, sh- that Nini's ready to come. Like, I think Nini's on the- There you do- go. She's on the do not call list. I, I really believe that, but I don't believe oh, that's do? what she's- Well, I think that's, I, I listen, I- I'm i kind of like Andy in that sense. Like I think Andy feels like, and I think he's almost said this, like, I will do what is best for the show, period, the end. Like I have on Housewives I don't like, and I've even had at least one housewife that I know hates me. And she came on with her tail between her legs when she needed to. And we had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. Loved the fuck out of her. She loved the fuck out of me. It was so great. Haven't heard from her since. She never reposted. I'm like, I'm okay with that. That's like, even. that's almost like the best situation. It's like, you don't like me so much. But when you have to promote something, you know, you got to go on behind the velvet rope. That's that like, is a drop compliment. the mic,
0: that's- right? That is, that's it. Yeah.
1: And don't get me wrong. There was no attitude when she came on, she was wonderful. And I was, I loved her loved. I was like, I fucking love you. I take back everything I said. I mean, I said this to myself, but I don't hate this person anymore. I loved her so much, but never, never acknowledges my existence. I'm like, I think she still fucking hates me. And that's okay. It's like, as long as you come back on. So I think Andy has said that too, that like, you know, he'll do what's best for the show. I mean, look, Bethany's trashed him. They, they would take Bethany back.
0: Everyone. Don't you think even Carol Radd as well? I mean, I think if Car- Carol does not want to come back, she doesn't need the money. She doesn't need the fate, pay- She doesn't want any of it. But I mean, Carol was so good, you know, and she's she's trash. Bravo and, and Andy on your show. I mean, I think they would, they would take, I honestly think that Andy with some conversation, I think Nini would come back.
1: I think he would take her back. I'm not convinced. Yeah, that Nini wouldn't come back. I just think with Nini, it's like, when lawsuits are involved is when it gets, it's yeah. a whole different category. Mind you, they took Danielle back and there were lawsuits involved there too. And Danielle's very litigious and, and, and just unhinged and like, you know, so, but I do also think we're in a different world now where they don't want your housewives to be unhinged. Like I truly do think Bravo and production are happy that there's no more Mary Cosby. I loved Mary Cosby. I think she will go down as one of the classic housewives. I think she is authentic. Yeah, I think there's a lot of skeletons there. And I think the whole like uh, getting yeah. people to buy you Gucci and Balenciaga and 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 Balmain when In like
0: the name of God. Yeah.
1: You you have an issue when it involves the church, I Sarah. Do, no,
0: I, I do I love look, I'm a spiritual person, I'm a Catholic, and Lord knows God, they've done a bunch of shit. You know, I mean, I just you know, I think that is one of the lowest crimes. It's just one of the worst, not that she's a crook, but I'm just saying, it's just when you prey on people, when it comes to religion, because we all don't know what's going to happen, right. When we pass away. Right. And people, you know, this idea of tithing with the church in order to get to heaven, you know, it's like, that to me is the lowest of the low because everybody from all different economic backgrounds and all different educations, many people believe in a higher power. And, for you to take advantage of that or to even say, oh, you know, oh, you could buy me something or why didn't you all send me a birthday card? You know, when you're supposed to be helping people grow their spiritual base is, uh, yeah, I have a real issue. With that.
1: It's a personal well, problem, I guess. No, I agree. Listen, I think that there are a handful of people out there that are good people and just do good work. Like, But I do believe that 99% of everyone, including organized religion, comes down to money, and that's why I personally think organized religion is a crock of shit. I mean, I'm not taking away anyone's beliefs, but when it gets into like, oh, now they want money and this and that, it's like I don't buy it. So I'm not saying that I understand. I I understand all the criticism against Mary. Don't get me wrong, but. I loved Mary's housewife. I did, but I do, I truly do think we're in a different time now. We're like, Bravo would never have taken Danielle's job back if it were now. And I think, I just don't think, I think Danielle returning and using force on Margaret, I think Bronwyn, sorry, Bronwyn. I think Bronwyn has a huge thing to do with this. I think they don't want really unhinged. I think it's why Sonia is losing her job. It's like Mm. the the drinking with Sonia. It's like, I don't think Bronwyn wants real dark problems. So I, I really think it's like Bronwyn has a lot to do with this. It just got so uncomfortable with all these things. And you're just like, this person is just like, we'll do anything for fame. It doesn't feel right. And I think Danielle came back when they knew she was literally insane. And she uses force on Margaret And then, right, I think, I think they're thrilled Mary's not there. Mary's in that category of, like, when Mary was moving around, like, like, like the jackal that she is, like, like the zebra, the gazelle, you didn't know where she was going. Like, you just, you just felt at times uncomfortable, like, that Mary was just gonna explode, not with drama i mean meredith can explode lisa could you felt like something is really just gonna go awry here and this is gonna be like a bomb going off i don't yeah. think they want that i don't so i think there' are no no problem with mary not showing up for the reunion yeah they would have liked to have had closure but i'm not so sure they care that she's gone actually let me rephrase that i can almost say that they're happy that she's not there it's the best thing that's happened they didn't have to deal with firing her
0: uh, well, I, no, I think you're right. I think that's a great inside take. And I think you're right.
1: Right. So yeah. that's yeah. But, so I'm not sure. But I do agree that I'm not sure. Nini's, and listen, I don't think Carol's coming back, but it's not because of all the shit she said on my show or in general about Andy. I just don't think Carol's on brand for where housewives is and is going in new york but i love carol and i think she's one of the greats and she was my absolute favorite interview you can listen to the top 10 on patreon she was literally my number one best interview of last year I, I loved carol i fucking loved her i love her i brunch with her i loved everything about carol really carol to me
0: just is like real money old money um you know just such class you know gorgeous you know she's all of probably five four right and and just like you know it, a hundred pounds soaking wet you know of course something will never be and just like you know style fucking icon you know and could just can't, you know i mean american royalty kennedy family i mean i love it <laughs> as a white trash girl from maine i love it you know she just
1: i mean
0: I love Nini too. I mean, Nini to me represents, you know, just such this aspirational bitch, like just this, like, say it like you mean it, you know, real, I love Nini. I want Nini to come back. I think, I think Nini is missing from Atlanta. And and to that point, I liked Kim Zolciak. I loved, I, I like the different dichotomy. You know, Carol is this like royalty, you know, you sort of have Nini and Kim, they started as kind of like, you know, trashy. And then they just sort of, They got the lives they wanted. I mean, it's really, I love this show.
1: It's good. It's good. So, I mean, that's just where I am. I don't know how we went down. How did we go down this rabbit hole talking about Candace? Uh, Well, here's the thing. So it just, I mean, I don't, well, with the Candace rumors, that's why not to go back to the last time we talked, but that's where I don't think it's Candace's time yet, but that's where I don't put Candace in that category. I, I don't, I don't, think she's the Mary she's the Bronwyn I think Candace knows she's a Kenya Moore Candace she's a Ramona she knows what she's doing and bravo to her she's doing it great but I do think in that group if anyone has the potential to be the Mary or the Bronwyn and just lose her shit it's Candace that at some point if it's so over the top and beating Monique and that whole thing and going back and forth and let's not even get into team this or I'm just saying like I that didn't really do it that didn't put her in that do not use category no. but I think that she has the potential to just lose her shit and go psychotically crazy you know like when she's throwing the salad I mean it's just it's when you are trying so hard and it's so over the top and it's just now everyone hates you it's tough I think I don't think we're there yet with Candace. but that's when I hear these rumors about Candace. I'm like yeah. Maybe, maybe they think we are there. And so it's like, I never would have thought Candace would be on the child block, but the more I see it in print, the more I'm like, maybe because they don't want to go in this, this dark direction. Drama. Like the drama so would like, funny. you know, you know what's I, fun? I, I, we'll I
0: see her so different. Like I, I feel like she is so okay. Maybe knowing her in real life and Chris, I don't know, but I think she's very strategic and smart. Like I, and I think she's going to, I think she's returning you know i've always said that i do think she's returning this season and i think she's going to pull back and we i think she's in it the long haul she gives me a little bit of i know you're going to laugh but it's kind of lisa Renne vibes like when lisa first came for um oh my god who was she you know yolanda yes. it was like a little like oh this is getting too much this is almost bullying but then Rena, for a lot of seasons was like fan favorite. I, I think Candace is going to be, I think to me, I don't even think like, I think Mary Cosby isn't even aware of what Mary Cosby is like. Like, I think Mary Cosby is really that, you know, she's not even conscious of anything else. You know, Danielle stop. Danielle is unhinged. Bronwyn is un. Bronwyn has, I don't know what's going on there. You know,
1: I just, <laughs> honey I nobody this. knows what's going on. There. <laughs> nobody.
0: I think Candace is smarter than we think. I I
1: I No, no, listen. I I, I I agree with that in the sense that I'm not sure Mary knows what she's doing either, which also makes me love her because she's authentic, but I I listen, I had Candace on the show for for a two-part episode. I think Candace is very smart, very smart. She's getting yeah I, do too. I think she she's very well spoken. One on one, she comes across much different, so likable, so yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Loved her, kept in touch, texted. So I'm just saying, like it's I think she knows what she's doing. I just hope she knows what she's doing so much that you realize just dial it back like what she did this season like more is not more more is the end for you so just look the reason I think Salt Lake worked this past season it was so great is like you know that dinner scene where like Meredith is so pissed off and then Whitney it's like it's like when everyone is just it's like New York it's like when you go from like zero to 100 and back to zero and it's horrible and crazy but comical at the same time and so dark but so white that's mm-hmm. that's the gold that is the goal that that dinner scene mm-hmm. in Salt Lake was the best thing where it's like Meredith is storming out and back and you storm it. I will never speak to you people again and then you come back well, wait I have one more thing to say and then you start wait I am back I say, it's so funny it's like yeah. so I don't know I just and I I agree with you I think Candace is knows what she's doing to the extent that like she's it's she's not going to do herself in I just think you know it's, it's 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 i think she's more on the line than the others but i think she, ultimately she knows what she's doing i do yeah um what about miss monique samuel speak of i want to
0: know all your thoughts on two things yeah. you know okay so obviously
1: who knew we would dive deep into potomac today jesus you i know out, you bring out the potomac in me sarah
0: Well, you're right, because I would say of all the franchises I'm the most familiar with with Potomac and I'm real life friends with them and I really love them. And and the reason that I am is I lived in D.C. for 16 years. So many fucking they tried so many reality shows. I mean, even the real world filmed there. And I think I think it was like the kiss of death. I think I think they filmed like one last real world season in D.C. And then the show ended. It was canceled like it has been. So Rob Lowe came to town famously, tried to cast a political. Nothing worked until Housewives, until Potomac Housewives. So I love rallying for them. Now, Monique, I'm curious your thoughts. Two things happened this week. One, she announced that she is going she and Chris are basically leading um, owns TV, Love and Marriage DC, which will follow their lives, their marriage, their careers, them and some other DC people of which you probably don't know. I know one guy, DJ Quicksilva and his wife, who are going to be on it, only know them, uh, you know, from past things. He had a canceled radio show. He actually went viral for like a radio bit that went wrong with his co-host. Then she came on my podcast. She did not have good things to say. Um, Then... All I can say is I do believe, and I with DJ Quicksilva's wife, Ashley, she was on the live podcast show I did with Monique. I do think they tried very hard to get Bravo to cast her because Monique was genuinely friends with her in real life and and it never happened. And I I don't know why.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. This might be a dumb question. Love and marriage on own. Like I know love and hip hop, But Love and Marriage, is that an actual, and I mean, no disrespect to Ms. Samuels, a friend of the show we've had on many times. Is that a show that exists on OWN? There's such a show called Love and Marriage that's, I know Love and Hip Hop on VH1. I just am not familiar with Love and Marriage.
0: I think it's the exact same thing, but- um,
1: Just OWN?
0: I think it's the OWN edition.
1: So, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, that I'm not familiar. So look at, I mean- They're doing a DC version is what you're telling me, basically. And look, I think it's like...
0: It it used to be... Okay, it famously on own was love and marriage huntsville which centers around the lives of three high-powered african-american couples who come together to revitalize the thriving city of huntville huntsville alabama through their joint real estate venture the comeback group the couples are longtime friends and socialites with strong personalities and strong points of view each facing the realities of dealing with love and marriage while wanting to make this huge undertaking a success so love and marriage dc is a spin-off of this
1: right so it's a spin-off look at i mean I don't know if they were looking to cast the show. I imagine that Monique's team pitched this, pitch this, like, we're going to anchor this around the famous, you know, football star, yes. Chris Samuels, and the famous housewife, Monique. And look, to be on Housewives, have a horrible experience, and now be like, we're gonna cast you in a show that's about your wife and love and your children, and the goal is not—it's drama, but it's not really drama. I mean, it is gonna be drama, but it's different. I mean, I'm sure Monique is like—I I really think they pitch this. I think they pitch this.
0: I could see that,
1: and Own is like this fits in. And we're not looking to do this show. We're, we're not looking to do this show in DC or Potomac. Fuck that. That's not on our agenda, but wait, we have Monique and Chris. Uh, well, why not green light it? If it fails, we'll cancel the whole damn thing. But we have, you know, a housewife and a football star here in front of us. And Monique, I think Monique then cast the show, you know, worked with it. You know, she didn't have the final say, but I think she's bringing them in. Yes, it makes I sense. Do too. It makes sense to me that this is going forward and, That's why it's like, don't ever count people out, guys. You
0: know, never. Don't ever count people out. I I'll be curious. I'll be watching the show. I'm actually curious to see them all together because I do agree. I agree with everything that you just said. I think the interesting part that also happened for Monique this weekend. I'm not sure why. Like, I I need to text her, actually. She is part of a new radio morning show in D.C. that launched. And I was really I'm like and it looks like they're actually six to 10 a.m. They're live. And I'm like, why is she getting up at four in the morning? I know, or five. I'm like, she put on her on her um Instagram this week. Oh, yes, it's two, 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 whatever, whatever. Two, twenty-two, twenty-two. I added yet another job to my plate. I'm so honored to announce the good morning show every morning. I'm like, girl, why? Maybe you do two days a week, but why are you doing every morning six to 10 a.m. on WPGC, the DNA of the DMV? Check us out.
1: Look, I mean, is she doing this in her house? I mean, not that that means, not that that matters. I mean, you still get no. up.
0: At, at a studio. Mr. Yantef, Mr. Behind the Velvet Rope. She posted a video in, a, a oh, I, I cannot believe, because I cannot believe radio has a nickel left. I mean, what are they paying her to do this? I just, I, I need to speak to her because what is,
1: I don't know, why? Here's the deal here's the deal you have to respect her for like wanting to like get up and work right i mean she doesn't really need to right like she she wants a job in this business she does cuz she has the youtube channel which i imagine does well i mean so yeah 4:30 in the morning i i think we got to get her on
0: I will say my dear friend, Guy Lambert is also on it, who I absolutely love. Who's been in radio a long time. Very, very nice human being in real life. And I, I, and I work with him in TV. He's awesome. Awesome. So he's one of her co-hosts. I, maybe I'll hit him up too. I mean, I just, I don't know. I guess I've done that grind. So you'd have to pay me so much money to get up. I mean, the amount of show prep you have to do. I mean, well, I mean, if you want your show, they have to like,
1: but I mean, she has such a, she has a bunch of colleagues, right? Like how many of them is there on the radio five?
0: There's five of them on the show, uh, Jason Weem comedy, Todd B Radio.
1: No clue. No, clue. I know. I know. I don't know. Look, good for her. She's filming a new reality show, and so look, best of luck to Monique. We will have her back. I like Monique. We Candace. love her.
0: I, want. I want to know the details. I want to know why, girl, why. But I um, want to. I mean, I love Monique of all people. I want to be supportive, but I just, I guess, I'm bringing my personal bias to it, which is you. I, I would. You couldn't pay me enough. Like old school here's, radio to get up.
1: At, yeah, go on. Here's the real question I have for you. Okay, ask go I mean, my my ADD is <laughs> kicking in now. Since you were here last when we chatted about Summer House and you asked me, you told mm-hmm. me that you didn't understand who Amanda and Kyle were and blah, blah, blah. And why is it such a big deal that Carl and Lindsay are together? And don't lie, Sarah, because I know when people lie. have you watched one second of Summer House since your assignment to watch? No, class? I no. So, thank you thank you for your honesty thank you for your honesty trouble <laughs> well here's now I'm gonna I'm gonna break this to you because I haven't <laughs> even I wanted to start you out slow
0: okay. like,
1: there is a new series if it's one season already and it involves 50 no I would say 70 no actually 100% of the people like it involves people from summer house plus craig plus Austin from Southern Charm. And it is called Winter House. Oh now, my
0: God, okay. Winter House
1: has already aired. This is already aired, but season two, they're right, they're in Stowe, Vermont. It's cut, it's Amanda. Carl wasn't there last year because he was dealing with sobriety. I bet you he'll be there this year. It was Lindsay, and then you had, that's how Paige and Craig met he in acted. the Winter okay. House. You see, when you have Andrea with the abs crying over Paige, that's where they met in the Winter House. So take Summer House, take take the shorts and the shirts, and put put the shirts on, put some parkas on. You head up to Stowe, Vermont. Not everyone from Summer House, but most of Summer House plus Craig plus Austin. Oh yeah, Austin. I love obsessed. Boston. I love them all. So guess yeah, what? I love them all. What effective immediately, ASAP, right now, as of today, they are filming Winter House season. Two, the kids are headed to Stowe, Vermont. So I'm it. sorry that you didn't gel with Summer House. Give Winter House a chance. It's it, it feels a little different. The parties are bigger. Having Craig and Austin there full-time is a whole oh, different dynamic. Oh, well, they're dynamic. a trip. Yeah, they're a trip.
0: Well, no, and I really liked Summer House. I think I said to you, I'm just always trying to prioritize what shows to watch, and you know, you know, I do a lot of TLC recaps on my own Sarah Fraser Show podcast. So I'm currently watching Thousand Pound Friends, which is four friends that weigh over a thousand pounds, really, and are on a journey. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hysterical, and they one of them talks about sex all the time, and the others like one of the women is really bothered by it, and you know, then this the woman that talks about sex all the time. They went on a camping trip, and she streaked, and they were furious at her because she's like 43 years old. She shouldn't be streaking. Um, you know, it's just, it's kind of, so I have to watch. So I actually loved summer house and I was like, I can see how people get into this. I'm just trying to prioritize what shows you and I like want to talk about, I'm all caught up in Jersey now, which I think is really good. I'm loving it. Um, and salt Lake, I can't wait for the salt Lake reunion. I'm hanging on for every thread. Any any
1: highlights of Jersey? Anything to like you anything keeping you up at night over Jersey? Um,
0: how do you feel about the integration and the continued integration of Teresa's daughters? Like I I know that they're kind of I feel like Teresa is setting up her daughters like Lisa Rena, which is very smart. I would do this with my own child, I'm sure. Put the kids um, to
1: work, baby. Put the kids to work.
0: Do you like Gia? Do you like her in the mix? I'm not sure.
1: I I I I like it.
0: You do, you do. I do,
1: I do. I feel like, you know, sometimes it's kind of like when you exist and you're on all those dating apps and you date all these people and one day you wake up. Now, this doesn't work for me. So this is never gonna work for me. But for a lot of people, you wake up, and right there under your nose with your best friend. And then you realize after six years of dating losers, you want to fuck your best friend. And then you do fuck your best friend. And then you're like fucking in love and you get married and you're like, I'm married. Listen, that's what happened with Carl and Lindsay actually from summer house. Lindsay, there you go. When Carl and Lindsay slept together the other summer, last summer, and, but Lindsay was like ready and Carl was like I'm a fuck boy and you know I'm a fuck boy and I mean I gotta be a fuck boy and Lindsay listen Miss Hubbard gets over her shit and she went on and then fucked a whole bunch of other people and then Carl woke up and Carl is in I, I think Carl is in deep now I think Carl is like holy shit I'm in love because like you know the person it's right there it's under your nose the whole time we are looking I mean here's the thing Kim D every week on our Patreon recaps says Jersey's the hardest to cast for. I think it's like, it's such a tight knit group. It's so, it's such a well-oiled machine that they try to add these new people and these friends of for the last, ever since Jennifer and Jackie, and it doesn't work. And like, maybe the additional cast member, the friend of has been right under our nose all the time.
0: All right, maybe that's Gia. Okay, okay. She's got
1: history. They know her. Look, it would be very interesting if Gia... I mean, she's still too young, so it's not going to be, like, this full-blown thing, but wouldn't it just be interesting, like, what happens to Jennifer or Jackie or Delore or anyone when, like, you have a problem, like, Gia's fucked you, like, she's fucked you over, and now you're gonna, I mean, you're gonna, like, independently, you would tell anyone else to go fuck themselves, But, like, are you going to? And if you do, well, here's Mama Teresa. So, I just think the dynamic of like back in the day with like Melissa and Carolyn and Kathy and it all being family, and even the Richard sisters, Kim and Kyle, I think when it's a family dynamic, it runs so deep, it cuts so deep. Like well, look at Kim, point. right? Like look at Kim and Kathy and, and Kyle. I mean, they weren't on together, Kathy, but like, but you know, like Kyle and Kim in the beginning, I just think with Gia, it would be like, what happens when you have a problem with her? I mean, there ain't no going against, do you know that even on the season of Survivor that there was a mother daughter? Really? And, yes. The daughter's wow. name. And it was really like, but I can tell you, I don't know how it works on Sir. I mean, I did because I watched Survivor, the mother. I think the daughter basically fucked the mother over because she's like, look, I, I can get I, farther. I'm in, getting this. I know. I, and I think she, I, she's like, I can get farther in the game without you here. You're weighing me down. But I can tell you, Gia, I mean, Teresia is not uh, dropping Gia off as the dead weight out back. I mean, God, no. That will never. So it just, I think the dynamics and I think the audience knows Gia and like we've been with her. Yeah, it's true
0: through thick and thin. I mean, I, you know, yeah, you're right. And I do love, I love the, um, the back and forth about their dad, you know, and, um, with Joe Gorga and their mom. I mean, I get Joe and Melissa's point of view. Like I, I, you know, I also get the kids, I get the girls, you know, that is no matter what it's their dad, but I mean, Oh, I get it. It is, it is, it is great. I think this season, I love this season. I love that Jackie's going up against Dolores. I mean, we'll see how that ends, but. Um... And Jennifer,
1: Jennifer's been speaking out in the press, like Dolores is a shitty friend. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what she's saying. I really like it. Look, I do too.
0: I... I. just, enough with Jennifer's surgeries. I I can't, like, I am so pro plastic surgery. and But like, I don't know these women. I just it's it's why I couldn't watch House. I couldn't watch OC anymore. It's just that the the surgeries get so fucking much. And Jennifer, it's like ah, we're watching this character. I don't know this comic thing in front of us morphing.
1: It's such a like love hate relationship with Jennifer.
0: I adore her. I love her. I love Bill. I love, but it's just it's it's the uh, the plastic surgery is so hard to watch. I think. My own personal opinion.
1: It's the Jerseys. I think Jersey's still really good. I think it's, it's still, very good. It's one good. of the franchises, I and mean, people are scared of the Gales. It's just it's Jersey. Good. Good. It's Jersey. Yeah, uh, anything? What else? Anything else going on in the world? You would like to bring up?
0: No, I feel like I feel like we covered so much. Really, I mean Potomac Tea. We didn't anticipate. Um, you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking I of like which. It.
1: I, I don't know if it's on your roster, but you make sure you put on your roster all in the gang or whatever the fuck it's called with Miss Candy Burris. We're going to be covering, okay. listen, we had the best show that's ever existed. Really, I will go down and say, I stand by this. The best show that's ever existed on Bravo at its height to me was Vanderpump Rules. That was the number one for me. Okay. That ship has long sailed. That ship sure. has long sailed. And I think this past season of Vanderpump Rules was atrocious, atrocious, atrocious. One of my favorite guests ever was Lala Kent. I fucking love her. Love she- I just, it didn't gel. I think, you know, listen, there's no, there's no brainchild here. This version of Candy Show, I mean, the model is Vanderpump Rules. They're working at Old Lady Gang and Mama Joyce is a character and Todd is a character, but Candy has a whole staff, a waitress, a maitre d, a manager, servers. This could be, if it does well, the new Vanderpump rules. I mean, it's going to be much different, of course. But so I don't know what you're planning on doing, Sarah, but I'll you, watch this. This is I added love- to your list, and you check your list twice and you make sure you are up on this shit.
0: I'm watching. I mean, you and I talked about who the best housewives who have played the game are and Candy's one of them. I mean, Candy, her success in business. I love her with Todd Candy's mom Candy's music royalty. I mean, people don't even realize, you know, yes, of course. Like she, you know, she wrote with sync. I mean, this woman is, and you think I work Candy's a worker. Oh my God. She works. She works so much. I love Candy. So I will, I will tune into this show.
1: Thank you, because I mean we're we're this like plane is fully seated and we're checking everyone's seatbelt to make sure it's fastened. This shit's taking off with or without you. Okay, you could either sit here and smile at me and wave when I talk about Candy Show and all these wonderful people watching. Oh, I'm on. You could have something to say, but guys, we're we're covering this. I mean, listen.
0: Andy and the gang. I Even like if it.
1: you hate it, when have we had a new something? on Bravo. It's been too fucking long. And I personally did not like Portia's family matters at all. I could not get into it. Couldn't get into it. Didn't watch. Didn't it watch. Don't care. Like six episodes. Couldn't get into it. It's like remember I back don't you know what it. man
0: she's with now. I mean, is she back with Dennis? Does Dennis hate her? Are we engaged? Do we keep the ring now? Who's the new guy? Was the new guy married? Does he have children? I cannot keep up. I cannot keep up. It's like the baby gifts that I have to send in a Canada now. I mean, I'm, I'm confused which one is going to which I just keep sending them. I just, I label congrats on the baby. How is they, uh, he, Listen, she, I, I can't
1: Porsche is no longer on Atlanta. So just don't even bother with her now. Right, no offense to all you Porsche. I, I never really cared for Porsche. I, 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 I stand Kenya. I fucking love Kenya more. I know, but, is really great. Oh my God. She understands the assignment. Um, Yes. Yeah, that's it, but Candy, so, but remember when we had new shows on Bravo, so hopefully soon we'll have other new shows on Bravo, I mean, I think they have, like, they don't have a programming problem, I think that's too, that's too, but, like, Shaws isn't filming, like, where, where, what's, I mean, I'm not saying it's cancelled, but it's not fit. where's the new season of Shaws? I ain't so sure there's gonna be one, so it's like,
0: wow, where's the new
1: season of Family Karma, like, I don't, none of this is, none of this is in motion, so, I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going to happen here. So just we have something new, whether we like it or not. Let's give it a try. And if it sucks, I'll be the first one to admit it. But I don't know. I have a weird feeling. I have a weird feeling about this one. Mm, okay. Yep. Don Juan is is on. I have a weird. I, know, I love feeling. Don Juan. <laughs> love. So I have I have a weird. I don't know. If I'm in Vegas, I'm putting my money on this one. I have a weird feeling with Miss Burris that this is going to be something.
0: All right. Yep. Well, you have good intuition. Okay.
1: Where can all these wonderful, you can find me at behind the velvet rope everywhere. You could find podcasts or on Instagram at behind velvet rope. Follow me like review. Listen, love me. That's all I have to say.
0: David, you do the best. You can find the Sarah Fraser show, new episodes Monday through Wednesday. I talk about my personal life, which people seem oddly obsessed with. And then I do a lot of TLC stuff. If you love 90 days before the 90 days, if you love Thousand Pound Sisters, actually Dr. Eric Smith, who is Tammy Slayton from Thousand Pound Sisters, bariatric surgeon, doctor, he's just on the show talking about Tammy, you know, like she was admitted to a nursing home and has a trach. So how's it going? he gives a full update.
1: This is like a foreign, don't get me wrong. All these people slip into my DMs. Can you cover a thousand pound, this 600 pound, this my life before the 90 days and I'm locked up and I'm on an Island with no love guys. No, I mean, yes. And no, I had the narrator from love Island on Matthew Hoffman. Like it's not that I don't cover these, but You know, listen. Put a ninety-day person in front of me, like a Darcy and Stacy. We'll cover it, but I ain't going out of my way because it's like we just we don't have the energy here.
0: Welcome to Plathville. Got me into it, which is a family in Georgia who had eleven children.
1: Let me tell you, let me fucking tell you, they got me into it. That fucking son is gorgeous that blonde son
0: ethan plath i have i've slid into his dm so many times he lives out here in hollywood near me i'm trying to desperately get together with him he never he read receipts my stuff and never responds and i'm like excuse me a simple bitch get out of my dms would do i'm i'm trying to tell him him you're married
1: because he is married too
0: isn't he oh you're talking oh yeah you're i'm thinking micah micah plath is the model Who's the younger one? Have you seen him? He's so sexy. I'm he does a lot of gay magazine two models. He's so hot. I think I'm that's trying the one I'm to think of him. Yeah, Ethan's I, the one that's married to Olivia. Very sweet, but um, but married. He's nice looking, but he's not hot. You're thinking the
1: model Micah. There's only one that I find extremely hot. Yeah, that's him. That's him. He's that's gorgeous. Micah. Okay, well yeah. that's the one. That's the one I want. But he has a wife, yeah, right, sure. or a girlfriend.
0: That's Ethan. Well, uh, Micah sort of has a girlfriend, supposedly. But I, I okay. think. Okay. Anyway, you
1: know what? When this show's over, I'm anyway. going to now Google every. I'll, I'll get back to you about how many of them I think are <laughs> hot. I'll probably think All a right. lot of them are hot. Um, so we can find you on Instagram. Where?
0: Instagram. It's the Sarah Fraser Show, and I love my TikToks. I do TikTok daily uh, at the Sarah Fraser
1: Show. Amazing. You'll be back. So make make some topics you want to discuss next time. All right. Thank you for filling us in on Potomac and Wendy and we did Summer House and Jersey and Roni. God, we are a Salt Lake. God, love you. Say hi love to you, everybody for me.
0: Bye everybody. Bye. Love you, David. You're the best. Bye, honey.
1: Bye. Zidia. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear,